All right, welcome everybody. You are at the first episode of If the Truth Be Told with Ty. I'm sitting here with my boy, Vincent Lamar. Before we get into who he is and what he does, and this guy's phenomenal, uh, we want to pray first over this inaugural episode, and we're going to give a little bit about what we do here on If the Truth Be Told. So if we can just clear our hearts and minds. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. God, we ask that you bless this podcast, bless the guest, bless everyone that's listening, oh God. Let them get an understanding and let them be free from the chains that shackle them and allow them to move forward in the life that you bless them with. And we, God, we thank you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. So I got my boy here. This is my boy. I've known him since he was a young, young, young kid. He had glasses. He had not so fresh clothes. He was uh, just hanging out in the church. He was doing mime. He was doing all that stuff. I got my boy Vince Lamar here on my first podcast, and I'm so happy that he was able to be here on the podcast. Vince, tell us a little bit about yourself. Let the viewers know who you are and, and what you do. Great. Uh, well, thanks, Ty, first for having me no um, on your very first episode of If the Truth Be Told. Amen. Um, because we know you're going to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. You so, got that right. <laughs> so I am Vince Lamar, uh, owner and uh, founder of Vince Lamar Clothiera online men's accessory line. But we sell everything from the likes of neckties, bow ties, pocket squares, lapel pins, cufflinks, dress socks, Anything that you need to bring your incomplete suit look together. We also now uh, offer tuxedo rentals for any special occasions. Word. So, um, you know, we're definitely the place to be. Um, okay. And we are located here in the city of Milwaukee, Whoa. Wisconsin. Come on, let's give it up for Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Representing the mill. We, uh, I, I, I'm seeing this young man for a long time. A lot of dope stuff. You should see what he's dressed in right now. He got the suit. He got the gray and maroon shirt with the stripes. He got the fly tie with it. I can't get on his level, but he's um, hooking up a lot of people around the city. Built the business from the ground up. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. Um, and contrary to popular belief, you actually can get the same look. All you have to do is just book my services. Okay. See, the thing I'm mad about him is, is that... He don't carry big men size. I'm a big dude. Do you carry big men sizes? You know what? I don't have it on hand, but I can get it to you in less than a week. Woo! That's why I love this brother. That is why I love this brother. Hooking up everybody, making them look dapper, fresher than Dan. Well, we're bringing him here because, um, first of all, I always love his insight. When we get together, when we have conversations, he's always insightful, always making me think. I get mad at him sometimes because he has me thinking about something that he said, and I'm like, dang, why does he, dang it, Vince. But on this episode, we're going to talk about love, relationships, and dating. My favorite topic. Your favorite topic. Oh, yeah. But before we do that, we're going to go into current events. First off, um, did you watch the Grammys? Um, I did not watch the Grammys. You um, didn't watch the Grammys. I did not. Um, I was hosting family. Uh, during that time, uh, okay. celebrating uh, recent elevation of ministry as the uh, youth pastor. For, why don't I even forget to say that? This young man is <laughs> newly appointed assistant pastor 
of Greater Mount Sinai Church of God in Christ. I'm not the assistant pastor. He's the, I'm sorry. He's not the assistant pastor. <laughs> he is the youth pastor. The co-youth pastor. The co-youth pastor. Evangelist Verante, shout out to her. She is the co-youth uh, pastor, doing a lot of great things. He helped my son get to new levels. His, his dress has gotten better. His attitude is better. He's doing better because of this young man. So I always tell him that I appreciate him giving him guidance whenever uh, he sees him. So with the, the Grammys, um, did you see what Smokey Norfolk wrote? I did. You did? Okay. <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's, let me read what he said. And, and, and for me, it just sounded real, uh, just keeping it 100, real haterish. Um, but I'm going to read this to everybody, and I want you to take a look at this. It says, so after the um, Grammys and Tori, what's her name? Tori, Tori Amy. Tori no, Kelly, right? Tori Kelly, yeah. I love Tori Kelly. She's, she's dope to me. Um, she won for off the gospel category for the Grammys. Something different, but hey, I'm not going to hate. Um, Smokey Norfolk wrote, Now, no disrespect to Tori or Kirk, who is my brother, friend and brother, and created an excellent CD, but these are the true winners in gospel category for the Grammys. And he put a whole picture of Jacqueline Carr, Travis Green, uh, Todd Delaney, and other ones. He said, I'm heavy on gospel. Congratulations on each of you. I'm a bona fide fan of how awesomely God uses each of you. All of your music has blessed and carried me personally. I pray your ministry is never reduced to the size of a statue. Your anointing is huge. I want to publicly acknowledge the sacrifices, work, prayer, scriptural preparation, and true ministry you offer to the world. You stand on the legacy of many who have remained faithful and labored in the gospel. You are worthy of double honor. All the gospel artists, I love you. I appreciate you. God is pleased. And who knows, maybe next year they'll give me a Grammy for pop music. I don't know about you. That sounded real haterish to me. See... You know me, Ty. I, I, I'm a glass half full, mm-hmm. you know, kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it was timing. Okay. You know, it was it was the wrong time. When somebody's celebrating a win and then you put out a message like that, though you may be speaking facts, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be received. No, not at all. And I, I believe that the message still holds true. But the timing was off. Uh, to my understanding, Tori Kelly isn't a gospel artist, right? She started. What well, she started out doing worship in her church and singing gospel, not on a, a public platform. So, so did Beyonce. Okay. What's yeah. Your point? See, <laughs> see, see, but a, a Tori Kelly got an anointing. On. Beyonce got no. Let me stop before the hive gets on me. Tori Kelly has an anointing on her. And you can hear, even when you listen to her pop records, you can hear that she knows God through her music. We could say the same with Fantasia. Uh, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Fantasia, uh, Leandria, all of them who straddles that fence, they're dope. But but that's the thing, though. Um, so what does Tori Kelly, what type of music does Tori Kelly predominantly do? She does pop. Does pop exactly yes, okay? So she does pop, and then she won a Grammy in the gospel category. But then you have people like Jacqueline Carr, uh, Jonathan McReynolds, um, 
you know, and some of the other ones that Smokey named that does gospel only. Right. And they did not win. But you get somebody that crosses over, which nothing is wrong with it, you know, but um, they don't get to win in the contemporary category. You know, they just, they're just subjected to, to gospel. I hate you because you're making a good point. No, and and that's the point I believe that Smokey was trying to make, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, I believe his timing. That's my thing. If the timing, don't get me wrong, if you have an opinion about something, if you have an opinion about, okay, I don't think that this was the right category for her to win in, Mm -hmm. I feel that. But you just got to celebrate people when it's their time to shine. I would never rain on your parade if you're doing something positive, you're doing something great. Even though I may not think that it fits in, yo, he's doing something great. Let's acknowledge him. Let's honor him. And then at another time, after the Grammys is over, not when everything's so fresh, you could just say, hey, maybe we need to incorporate some of these artists that have been doing it for a while, that has been consistent, that has been making awesome music, Tasha Cobbs. Um, you know all of them. You, 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 you listen to a lot of them. So let me ask you this. So we know that Snoop, he came out with a gospel album. And it was dope. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was dope. <laughs> but had he won, do you think that that Smokey would have put out that same post? I, don't, I think he'd be scared to get shot. I, I think he would. I think he would have still shared the same post because the message is consistent. It remains the same. Okay. You know, um, a gospel artist can't win in the rap category, or the or the hip hop category. They only get one category. That's a little unfair, though. It's unfair. You know, so while these people are trying to preach and and minister Jesus through song, they don't even get an opportunity to get awarded. You know, for, you know, especially on that platform as of the Grammys, mm-hmm. you know, the gospel artists, they, you know, have the um, the uh, Stellar Awards, mm-hmm. the Dove Awards. Mm-hmm. But when you get a Grammy, now that's on a whole nother level. That is, of, that is on a whole success. different level. Yes. You know, and um, it's almost like they're cheated, you know, and robbed of that opportunity. You know, and a lot of times for me, I choose to. Um, sometimes we don't communicate the message right. True. You know, but um, the the meat of it, you know, is still there. Okay. But I, I've been saying this for a long time is I don't understand why do we put so much validation in the Grammys when you have the Dove Awards, when you have the Stellar Awards, when you have an actual – group that recognizes tracks monitors all the good gospel artists know who they are have them perform i didn't see no gospel artists perform at the grammys maybe i was asleep maybe my daughter kept me up i don't know i didn't see none of that and it just seems like we're just putting so much emphasis on what the grammys think what the grammys think they don't celebrate us they only tolerate us but when you look at the grammys look at the people that are winners Mm -hmm. like Legends win Grammys. You got the Michael Jacksons, the Tony Braxtons, the Beyonces, um, you know, the Madonnas. Like, these are Grammy Award-winning artists, you know, that are um, recognized for their contribution to the music industry. Mm -hmm. 
you okay. know, when you look at the Stellars, it's like, it, okay, we came we came up with something just for the gospel artists. <laughs> we want you to listen. We want y'all to shut up. So we're going to play this for you. But I want to say this: that's not diminishing the Stellar Awards at all. I believe that that is a beautiful thing that they're doing because gospel does deserve uh, recognition. Okay. You okay. know. Okay. But that's that's just my two points. I, I I I see your viewpoint and um, point taken. I again I I think Smokey sounds like a hater, which he could be saying facts all day long. He could be saying stuff that we we know this stuff is true. We know that people come from God knows what genres. Kanye West almost won a gospel Grammy back in two thousand and four. So they do that mess. We know it, but. Come on, don't 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 rain on her. But the man. thing is, some people are going to agree with you, and some people are going to disagree. And honestly, when you're in a position of smoky, that's the risk that you take. Everybody's not going to love what you say. Okay. You know, rather if you speak in truth or not, somebody's going to have an issue with it. Somebody's going to have an issue with the delivery. You know, um, uncomfortable conversations are always hard to have. It is. You it know, is. and. I believe that that post was an uncomfortable conversation. Yes. So it need well, yeah. But you, like you said, the timing was just jacked up. It's like let me win, let me let bask me, in let, this. Me bow. let me celebrate. Let me, this. But at the same time, if we look at it, Cardi B, yeah, who was a rap artist, yeah, they bashed her. Ooh. She she they ran her up off Instagram. Yeah, they did. She came back now, <laughs> <laughs> but they ran her off. Yeah, you but, know, but yeah. um. People criticized her and didn't feel that she should have won. But but we, we we're going to table this. We're going to table this because we got we got to talk about music. We got to have you back. <laughs> we got to talk about music because you're bringing up some good points. But the basis of this episode is love. So I'm sorry. I, I we we went down the road of music and everything. We having a good conversation. So we're talking about love. Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Um, what did you do for Valentine's Day, Vince? If you want to reveal it, I went to work. Uh huh. I came to church after work. Uh huh. And um, I rehearsed for our Black History program that we had at the church tonight. Okay. I took my mother some flowers in the car. Oh, look at that. Yep. And I went home and laid down <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> You know what? That's a sanctified thing to do. I feel you. You know, um, yesterday, me and my wife, I came home. My wife was like, I don't feel like cooking, so I got some food. Uh, we sat up, ate some pizza, ate some dessert. I watched some TV, and I think by 9, 30, 10, I was knocked out. But I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that I need to um, step my game up. You know, keep the spice, keep the to keep the log on the fire rolling. You know what I'm saying? We gotta make sure that we um, that I spend the time with my wife. But um, Vince, my boy, he's single, um, saved, single, um, nice young man, doing his thing, uh, keeping it sanctified. I know he is. Um, but we want to talk about love. So Vince, have you ever been in love before? I have. Okay, how many times have have you been in love? I would say, for real, I would say for twice. Real. Twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, why is it so hard to describe what love is? Love is complicated, ain't it? You know, we we try to say that it's simple, 
I believe that the concept of love in the way that we describe it is simple. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to providing action, you know, around the word, it becomes more complicated because feelings they get in the way. They get involved. They get in the way. They um, I I think love is just it's like water. It could take different forms. It could take different shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be volatile. It could be calm. It could be peaceful. It could be, it could be hard. It could be soft. It could be anything because there's so much emotions involved in it absolutely love is complicated it's very complicated but you know what it's also one of those things that people challenge the existence of it if it's not displayed in the way that we receive love Mm -hmm. you know if um if i'm not giving you a million hugs and kisses then you might not feel love true if i'm not buying you gifts you know, and um, whining and dining you, you may not feel loved. Right. You know, and um, I believe that our love languages plays a huge part in how we perceive love. Mm-hmm. I believe that people can love you, but not love you in the way that you desire to be loved. Okay. But it doesn't mean that you don't love me. You have to learn how to love You got to learn. It's something that... Um, even as you evolve as as men, especially men of God, what you thought was love back when you were 16, 17, 18, 19 is different when you're 23, 24, 25. And then especially different when you get into my age realm where, I, granted, it's an emotional thing. It's something where you're tied into somebody, but it's consistency. Because I'm, I'm, what you may be looking for in love right now is different than what I'm looking for in love. I want consistency. Absolutely. I want somebody who I can no matter what happens, sickness or in health, uh richer or poor, you're going to love me whether I mess up, where I in the right, in the wrong, you're going to have my back. So you want like a ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs> no matter what happens, if I'm acting a fool, if the devil gets a hold of my mind, which I pray he don't, be there for me. But you know what? That's the thing that um, I think about is, like, we always describe what we want out of love, you know, but are we making ourselves attractive and are we attracting the type of love that we want? Are we kind? Are we loving? You know, are we patient? Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the things, I want to be a person that's easy to love. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, not a person that you got to get past all of my issues. Right. And, Your baggage. My, yeah. Like, I, I want to be easy to love. Okay. I don't want you to have to think twice about loving me or if you can continue to put up. <laughs> put up with my mess. Put up with my <laughs> foolishness. Like, I don't want you to think twice about that, you know? Yeah. Like, love should be. It should conquer all that stuff. Exactly. It's my I don't think I was mature like you when I was your age. I was not mature in thinking. I just thought that if you called me, went out on a date with me, uh, did things with me, that showed that you loved me. But I think you're, 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 you're tackling what a lot of people that may be listening is trying to figure out 
does this person love me? And you're saying love should conquer all of that stuff. Love should cover a multitude of sins and faults. Love should look past the foolishness that I'm in or, or if I'm right or wrong. But I look at it like this. If you love the person, you're not going to want to put them through all of that. True. Like, why do I purposely want to give you a headache and aggravate you and irritate you? Your job do that. <laughs> you know, some of the people that you come across that's on a different page from you, they do that. True. You know, so why should I contribute to that? That's true. I, I, I But one thing about it, love is tough. Love is, is, is tough. If you really love somebody, you're going to have some headaches. You're going to have some rainy days, stormy days, dealing with your foolishness. Your socks is on the side of the bed. You're leaving this on the counter i have to love you see that's just uh, that's just our that's just personality flaws to me okay you know um love is something that you really have to have a made-up mind for it's a mindset over a feeling mm-hmm. um when you made the commitment to your wife i'm sure there's days you feel like you dislike her or you she's yeah. not lovable. Yes, and she has the same same <laughs> thing about me. She's like, I don't know why I married this dude. But, I don't know why I'm here. But, but she's know, still here. But you know what? There Shout was, out to Davida, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> there was a commitment. Right. You know, and you made up your mind that you're going to love her through all of that. That right. you're going to be faithful to her, that you're going to provide for her, that you're going to care for her. So even in those times where it's challenging to give her maybe the emotional care that, you know, she may need or that attention, you know, that she may want, because you made up your mind and you made that commitment to her, you're going to still do things maybe in a non-emotional way to show her that you love and care about her. Okay. Okay, okay. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. You have to have that love state of mind. And then, too, there's a natural thing. There has to be that attraction. True. You know, and different things of that sort. Um, you know, I want, I, want a, I want a woman that's saved. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> daughter, <laughs> I need something to look at. That, see, people get mad at me. I'm just like, yo, when you get my daddy always told me, grandson they may have a great personality they may be say they may be able to do but as time goes on they gotta be good looking they gotta be have the look they, they gotta, gotta be, be good looking. fly they gotta dress fly the hair gotta be on point the toes gotta be on point all that stuff i don't want to look at you and like man why did i marry her and you know what and that's the thing too i'm a little crazy but in a fun way right like a fun kind of yeah crazy. you crazy you crazy <laughs> you crazy when sir you come around bitch you gonna have a good time you, that's just point blank period yes you know and um it's okay to be saved and have fun you know, but what gets me is sometimes dealing with young ladies, you know, and they're sold out for Christ. You know, they become uptight. Right. And you can't have natural conversations, you know, or um, enjoy, um, you know, just even some clean fun, you know. And it's like it becomes so uptight. Like, that's that's not enjoyable to me. No. You know? Not at all. I need to have fun. And 
I, I get this all the time. Even though we saved, God put us on the planet to enjoy things and to enjoy life. Um, I don't want to sit there and, and listen to Kirk Franklin and not in, it, just be in church all day. God gives us life to enjoy. God gives us love. He gives us the greatest thing that he ever created besides Christ and salvation is a good woman, I believe. Absolutely. Um, but I, I want to I segue into something else. When, you, when we're talking about love, can you be in love with two people at the same time? Because you said love, strong, it conquers things. It Can you be in love with two, because it's such a strong force, can you be in love with two people at the same time? I believe you can. You dirty dog. You <laughs> dirty, <laughs> dirty man. I, I believe that too. <laughs> you something else, man. You're something else. Uh, um, I, I, I believe that you can. Um, I mean, it's no different than us having two love languages. True. You know, you one person might satisfy one, and the other person might satisfy the other. Um, I mean, we we are people of like we like variety. We do. You know. Um, we 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 like some change. We like something different, something new, something fresh. Right. You know, like that brings about excitement. You know. It does. It does. We we do like change. Um, I'm very leery because I a lot of men. If we're just keeping it one hundred, you 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 have that fight within yourself. You've met a young lady. You've been dating her. Things are cool. You have been um, kicking it. Things are great. But then you meet somebody else who marks off all those things that you were looking for in a woman. You were marking off. Throw the whole list away. Yeah. Throw the whole list away? Throw the whole list away. Why, man? Because the thing is, the fact of the matter is um, we create this list and everything on that list. We don't want that list. No. Because... I can attest, like, I've asked God for a number of things. Okay. And God has given me a lot of things that I asked yes, for. Yes, he has. And a lot of things that I asked for, I wasn't ready for. <laughs> if I'd just be 100%. Be 100. Honest. Keep it real if the truth be told. And it wasn't what I thought that it would be. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I had an idea of, you know, how it would be. And a lot of times we think that we know what we need. But we don't really know. We don't really know. Like, Sometimes we be like, you know, I want uh, vanilla ice cream today. But that vanilla ice cream don't do it for you like that chocolate would. True. You know, um, like a lot of times we think that we know. But we don't. But we don't. You know, and a lot of things come just by living, you know, and just having natural encounters, you know, and experiences. Okay. And you know what, too? Uh, the thing is, too, especially in the church, I'm going to say it. Say it. Please say I'm it. Gonna say it. Truth be told. A lot of things in the church is um, a lot of people are robbed of experiences, you know, because they're afraid that, you know, they'll get looked at funny mm-hmm. or, you know, um, or some things may be deemed as ungodly, mm-hmm. you know. So the thought may be there, but you may never even. Um, 
explore life or even give it a try, you know, because you might be scared that you get people upset, get people are, looking at you sideways. Exactly. So let, 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 let's let's delve a little deeper because I'm not going to keep you here all night. I know you're a busy man. I know you got orders you got to fulfill and all that stuff. You got a lot of stuff going on. When we get into the realm of dating, um, what we've dealt with traditions in church for a long, 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 long time. Way too uh, long. You you go on dates, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, when I was when we were coming up in church, old school coach, you had to have a chaperone when you went on a date. Do you believe in that? Do you believe you should have a chaperone with you? when you want to take a young lady to the movies just to make sure you keep holy and sanctified, ain't nothing happening while you're on a date? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Mind your business. Mind your business. See, I look at it like this. One, we first must be realistic with our expectations. Okay. Now, if I know that I have a flesh issue, I'm not going to invite you to the crib for Netflix and chill. Ooh. You know what I mean? Preach, sir. Or if she knows that she got an issue with her flesh we don't need to be at nobody's house. Right. You know, uh, we might need to go to a restaurant. We might need to go for a walk on the beach, you know, or, or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's being mature enough to not put yourself in those compromising situations. Okay. You okay. know, so I think twice, like, when I'm scheduling dates. Oh. Like, we're not meeting at my house. You say for real. I mean. You say for real, bro. <laughs> you say for real. Hey, I, when, I, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to be honest. I've I've had my, my fair share of times where I've messed up time after time after time after time again. You know, and it comes to a point where, you know, um, you get tired of repenting for the same stuff. <laughs> it's like, just, just, get, just get it right, man. Just get it right. Just, just get it right. You know what your triggers are. You know what will get you jammed exactly. up. Exactly. And truthfully speaking, every time I got in trouble and I fell into sin mm-hmm. and into temptation, Which we I all do. exactly what I was doing. When I was doing you negotiating your mind, you're like, yo, you know, if if if, if I let her come by, but I know nothing's gonna pop off because we, I'm gonna make sure I leave a window open, or I'm gonna have, no nah, man, nah, no, bro, no, no, because the fact of the matter is, I knew what I was doing yeah. when I did it, yeah, you know, and now and that's just truth be told, and a lot of times we say, oh, I got caught up in the heat of the moment. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, it was calculated. It was actually planned. Like, you planned. Like, out in your mind on how things would go. You know, you start, even through the night, start saying little things to see what type of reactions you're going to get. Send a little text, like, you know, W-Y-D, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, or those who up, oh, you know, statuses, you know, at night. It's like you're asking for trouble. You're asking. I, I try to tell young brothers, I'm like, you're not fooling me. You, you, you know what you're going to do if you invite them over to your crib and you live by yourself you're going to get yourself into some deep trouble but it starts with an intention it starts with an intention and you know what your intentions are you do you do you know when you wake up in the morning you got intentions <laughs> on going to work you and you know when you got intentions on calling in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because you done made that that thought that ran through your mind the night before you woke up. And you were just like, yo, um, 
I'm feeling that I don't want to come into work today. I'm feeling that I'm not going to do this. Let's see how the how the cards fall. And I think that happens the same thing. But you know what? A lot of times we just don't want to have those honest conversations with ourselves. Like, if I can't tell nobody else the truth, I should be able to tell, tell Vince the truth. truth. Tell yourself the truth. Because I know me. I know what's on my heart. I know what's going through my mind. Like, our, I, I know me better than anybody else. You do. You do. You know yourself. Mm-hmm. But when, when it comes to dating, we're talking about, and if those are just listening in, we're talking about dating relationships. He's single. I'm married. We're just giving our, our two cents. You may not agree. Hey, whatever. I don't care. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, I, do just care. <laughs> I do care uh, because everyone's relationship is different. Everyone has their triggers. Everyone has how they date. If, if you need two chaperones, your state supervisor and your bishop to be sitting with you while you go to dinner for you to stay safe, knock yourself out. Do it. But like Vince said just a moment ago, I'm I like think this. If you got to do all that, don't date at all. Don't date. <laughs> That's what I be saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't, don't date. But, okay, so getting to the date. So we were talking about you you being single. Like, do is it cool to use, like, Bumble, Tinder? Uh, I don't know. I, see, I'm old, man. I don't, I don't know half of this stuff, man. Is that cool to use that? Because I'm scared to do that. I'm th- scared I might. Get a psychopath uh, using Bumble or Tinder or something like that. Me personally, um, I don't use those sites. Okay. Um, you know, I'm always skeptical just about everything. Yeah, man. You know, and it's a lot of times, are you who you say that you are? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to lie. Um, Facebook, Instagram, it's kind of a different story. Yes, it is. You know, um, you've gone live a few times. Um, you know, you've posted pictures. We got mutual friends. You know, the the likelihood of you being real is is a little bit a uh, little bit higher. Yeah. You know, and don't get um, catfish. Don't get catfish. But um, I'm not going to lie. There's been uh, times where I've seen young ladies. You know, and. I would say I was attracted to the content, Mm -hmm. you know, that they would post on social media, Mm -hmm. you know, and I might, you know, slide in the inbox or the DM. Oh, slide in the DM. And uh, spark, you know, a conversation, Um, you know, just as friends. Okay. um, Friendly associates. You know, something friendly and, you know, just see where the conversation goes. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not often you know that I would do that. I'm I'm a hunter for real. Yeah, you. That, but you're supposed to, you're supposed to, he who finds a wife. A wife. And, and, Come and, on, somebody. And you put you put up a post not too long ago, and I please correct me if I paraphrase it. But people's getting your business asking you, well, why haven't you found a wife yet? Why haven't you found this? Give a brother time to find. I'm on the hunt. That drives me nuts. I hate that, man. I'm first. I'm 26. Okay, young. Young, like in my prime, mm-hmm. growing, learning, mm-hmm. you know, still figuring out exactly um, everything that I want to accomplish in this lifetime. Right. You know, and that changes <laughs> so frequently. Like the wind. You know, and um, am I open to love? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but um, 
when I find it and the Lord gives me the green light, you know, and say that it wakes awakes me from my sleep, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and presents me my Eve. You'll know. I'm up. You, I am up. I tell I tell women and I tell brothers this all the time. When you when you find the right one, you'll know within ninety days that you want to marry her. Ninety days. Ninety. I guarantee you'll know sooner than that if she's the one, bro. When I met my wife, I knew within probably the first two months. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna marry her because you, you'll get to the point like. Seeing her with somebody else will drive you crazy. Seeing her go to the movies or sitting at dinner with another dude is going to cause you heartache and pain. All these other young ladies that you may date that you are seeing and hanging out with, if you're seeing with another guy, you may get a little bit upset, but you're less like, whatever, she's doing her thing, I'm doing my thing. But when you meet that one and you see them, you're like, I don't want them to be with nobody else but me. Not no psychopath stuff. Mm-hmm. Just trust me. I'm not no. I'm gonna stalk no, you. you. A crazy. <laughs> I'm a little crazy, you know. What I'm saying I'm gonna stand outside <laughs> your door with a trench coat and a fedora on or something, just looking. No, I'm just joking. Um, but I'm just saying, when you love somebody like that, and when you find that one, it's just gonna be like the like an aura around them. You know, somebody told me that, it and is. I'm like, that sounds like something that just happened on TV and in mm-hmm. the movies. Um, and you know what? That's how I know I haven't found the one yet because I have yet to experience that. I pray that you do, bro. I pray, but but it's. I tell people, be content in where you're at. If you're single, enjoy being single. And that's the thing. Um, for me, I'm so content with being single right now. Like it doesn't bother me right. being by myself mm-hmm. at this point you know, in life. And shout out to my moms. Shout out to moms. You know, because growing up, she made me learn how to do everything that my sisters had to do. I had to cook. I had to clean. I had to fold laundry on top of cut grass, put gas in the car, wash the car, mm-hmm. you know, shovel snow. All of that stuff my mom made me do because she said, baby, you're not guaranteed to be married. Mm. Um, Especially right away. Right. She said, you need to know how to do for yourself. You know, so I'm so self-sufficient in a lot of ways where um, I handle all my own business. Right. You know, um, from paying my mortgage, you know, making sure my car payment is made on time, making sure that, you know, I schedule my annual doctor's appointments, my every six-month dental checkups, mm-hmm. you know, uh, folding my clothes, can color coordinate, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of that. Shout can out cook to moms. My meals. Um, but my mom, she instilled that stuff into me because she told me, you know, baby, you're not guaranteed to, you know, have certain things in this life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, um, she also shared with me, too. Um, don't expect for your wife to do everything. Nope. It'll be days that she's sick. Nope. She might be out of town traveling for work. You need to learn how to pitch in and help with the kids. Yes, sir. You know, clean up. You know, it's teamwork. You know, so um, that's where my mindset is. It's teamwork. We're building a team. Right. We take care of it. We're building an empire. An empire. Together. And shout out to moms. because, I, And I tell women this all the time. When you meet a dude, if he loves his moms, if he's like I'm a mama's boy, I, I admit it. I love now. Don't get me wrong, I don't go chasing after my mom and under her, her, you know, as I'm 
my mom permission to do stuff, but I love my moms. So if I love the first woman that came into my life, I'm going to surely love another, you know, my wife or my that that's coming into my life. If a brother don't care for his moms, run from him. Run from him. <laughs> you're going to have some issues. You're going to have some hardships. You're going to have ne- either neglect, abuse, anything, a hodgepodge of stuff. If, if a man don't love his moms, now that's some that's some next level kind of stuff. No, go get me wrong. Now he has a grandmother that he loves. Uh, and his mom's not there, cool. But some people will treat their mother like trash, and I just don't, I just don't trust men who, you know, diss his mom. But I just don't trust a brother that disrespect women. Period. I've I, I been thinking about that with the the Me Too era and harassment and all these like powerful men that are going going down the Cosby's, the um, Weinstein's, the all. There has been such a disregard for women, especially women of color, mm-hmm. for so long. Yes, that it it, it 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 just shocks you how people treat our sisters or women in general. I don't even want to put a color on it. Women in general, mm-hmm. how they are treated like objects when God put us to provide, to protect, to nurture, to do all those things. We're doing the exact opposite. You know, and I think that's why a lot of women are vocal because they are trying to fight for a position that um, they should already be in, you know, just by default. And they try to remind men, like, I'm your queen. I'm your queen. You know, I am your your wife, your your help me, you know, because a lot of women are being taken for granted, you know, and their contributions into the world you know, gets minimized, you know, so much, especially by men. And um, I just don't believe that women get enough credit for all that they do. They don't. Um, I I watch my nephew every year when my sister goes on uh, the annual women's retreat with the church. Shout out to nephew. I love that dude. Man, that's that's, that's my little dude. I love that boy. Um, But I... For the past three years, um, he and I, we, we get that whole weekend together. Mm-hmm. And I have to, it's such a battle trying to manage my own personal life and then also care for another person. Right. Get him up, get him ready, get to the barbershop on time for our appointments mm-hmm. um, to make sure that he eats, right. to make sure that, you know, he's well you know, and take care of him, you know, like if he's not feeling well that weekend, you know, and different things like that. Like it is so tough, you know, and um, it put things into perspective for me, especially this past December. And I just, you know, had a, a greater appreciation just for single mothers. And I ended up going live and it was like, yo, mm-hmm. like this is hard. This is hard to tough. Tough. tough, tough. I mean, and this boy is six. He know how to wash his own behind <laughs> and, 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 and put on his clothes. I mean, I pick it off for him. But it's like even then, it's still hard. So imagine, you know, with babies, you know, that can't even care for themselves, you know, um, and do certain things. Like it's, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. Well, you know, I, I in the realm of 
because we're we're, we're we're staring it in the realm of dating, of respecting women, where sometimes it's 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 hard to find true love, hard to find um, just the right one, the one that will like that aura on them. Mm-hmm. But um, we talked about dating. What is considered um, a good date? What is to you? What is considered a good date? I would say something just as natural as possible, mm-hmm. like not forced. Okay. Just, just natural. Just an authentic setting. Okay. You Organic. Um, yeah. Just. Uh, Something just something just real, you know. And for me, that could be an amusement park. Dope. Um, that could be, um, you know, at the beach, having a uh, doing water sports picnic. You know, picnic. Um, ice cream. But Milwaukee, know. but Milwaukee, because we're 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 in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee is such a hard. Don't get me wrong. You can have a date in Milwaukee, but there's not a whole lot, lot to do. There is some some stuff to do, like in the summertime. But it gets like when you get the polar vortex, it's negative twenty five degrees. I can see why there's a lot of babies in the summertime because everyone's cooped up inside. I guess my biggest thing that I want to find out first is, can I have fun with you? Yeah. You know, are you or are you boring? Are you boring? If you're boring, honestly, I'm just not interested. I'm not interested. Like that stuffy of tightness, like that, that just don't work for me. Homebody, don't want to do nothing, don't want to see nothing. Like that don't work. Uh, I love the movies. Me too. Like, I could go to the movies every weekend. Um, I was um, hanging out with a lady friend um, and was you know um, just friends okay you know and she was in town and she's like you know i want to go to the movies i'm like okay great have you seen this i'm like yep seen that okay well have you seen that yep seen that too have you seen it yep seen that too have you seen it yep seen that she's like oh my god like all these movies just <laughs> came out like what do you what mean? have you been doing you i'm like i love the movies yeah yeah I, that's that's my favorite go-to thing for a date is a movie. My wife hates movies. Well, she doesn't hate movies. She's not a big fan, but I'm telling you, if I had the time, I would just go on a Sunday and just pay, just go from movie to movie mm-hmm. to movie to movie. That's a dope date. I like the amusement park. Going, going on walks, you know? I don't always have to be someplace. Even bike riding. Bike riding. This is the thing that I've been saying for a long time. We as church folks need to stop incorporating food in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. That is why we're out of shape. That's why we're gaining weight. That's why we're doing a whole lot of stuff. Get, go to a trampoline park. Go for a bike ride. Go for a walk. Do yep. something different. Every time you want to get together with somebody from church, which don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing church at all because I love church. I'm actually sitting in church right now. I don't want to incorporate food in everything that we do. I don't want to go out to dinner every week because that gets old after a while. 
Dinner is is kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going with the intent to um try different food. I dated this young lady. We just like to try different restaurants. Okay. You know, different foods, and that was that had kind of became our thing. Um, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just to try different foods. You know, have them explain the menu to us. You know, um. Order just different samples. No, okay. I don't like this. I like that. Okay. You know, um, different things of that sort. Just exploring our taste buds. You That's know. Dope. And it was fun. Something fun. You know, and something it was different. different. Something different. Can we, can we? That's what I'm into. Let's do something different. Something out of the norm. Something, you know. But we stick to our normal restaurants. We go to the G's, Cake Factories, Applebee's, BW3s. You know, and anytime I go out of town. I intentionally look for a restaurant that I can't find back like home. Like a chain. Don't no no chain restaurants. No chain restaurants. I want to go somewhere that's um exclusive to wherever it is that I'm at. Word. Cuz I can eat there at the crib. Yeah. If I'm in Atlanta, oh, best best believe Ooh. I'm going to some place where there's milk good food. Milk and honey. Man. You, have milk, I, milk and honey is phenomenal. If you want some good brunch and you're in the Atlanta area, milk and honey. Milk and honey. Oh, they're so good. I gotta go to Atlanta, bro. If you're in Arizona, okay, and you want some good soul food, go to Lolo's. 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 Shout out to Lolo's. You in know, Arizona. But, I'm on my way there. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the kind of places that I look for. Okay. You know, because for me in life, it's all about the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not getting anything from it, I'm not really interested. I'm not interested in it. So. You know, I think we've 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 covered a lot of good things with love, relationships, dating, um, and, and and even on the married side, I think we're mirroring the same thing. Even if you're married, take your wife on a date, get dressed up, go out to dinner, go out. Um, you know what kills me though? What is? I mean. On social media, and I see the ladies. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking gorgeous. Yeah, got their nice dresses on, their high heels, and then these brothers on the side of them with a t-shirt, <sighs> s- some baggy jeans, stop. and some tennis shoes. Bro, stop, I'm like, bro. Dress it up. Dress it up. Call, Blazer. Call me. Call Vince. Go call on Vince, Vince Lamar's Lamar. website. VinceLamar.com. Please. Call me. He'll hook you up. I will get you together. You know. Uh, put the Jabot <laughs> jeans down, the guest suit down. <laughs> put on a blazer, some slacks, some loafers. He'll hook you up. I'm See, sorry. he's stuck in the 80s. <laughs> <'cause>, um, <laughs> they were wearing things, you know, like Levi's, True Religions, you know, things of that sort. This man said Jabot. Jabot's. Okay, skinny and jeans. Yes, put like, the skinny jeans away, son. You know, like. I, I, <laughs> Come on now, we can't. Anywho, but like I said, we could go on all night. We are at about fifty-one minutes. We've been talking Already? for almost an hour, man. Wow! So I, I really, really, really enjoyed this time with my brother Vince Lamar. Uh, before we leave out of here, I want Vince Lamar to tell you how you can find him, how you can support this young man, how he can hook you up so that when you do go on a date, when you do go to prom, when you do go someplace with your lady, that you're able to look fly, you're able to look fresh, you're able to look 
the part that you need to so that you can impress the lady. So just tell them where they can find you at, my brother. You know what? I'm going to put my disc jockey voice on because <laughs> that's when uh, it seems like my flow is the best. So follow me at Vince Lamar <laughs> Clothier on Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our website at www.vincelamar.com. And you can connect with me and my personal page on Facebook at Vincent Mac and you can connect with my personal page on Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R M-A-C-K underscore. Word. Word. So, like I said before, I appreciate this brother. He's always been, (laughs) we always have good conversations. I always love talking to him. He has been a blessing in my life and he will surely be a blessing in yours. Make sure you check him out on Vince Lamar. Get you some fly gear. I'm telling you, you gotta up your game in 2019. You gotta up, you gotta up your game in 2019. You gotta right? up your game in 2019. I'm telling you, out man. with the old, in with the new, in with the new. Rise to, rise to the occasion with Vince Lamar. That's what I'm talking about. Word. So again, you were in the first episode of If the Truth Be Told. We appreciate you listening in. Feel free to download on Apple on Spotify, on wherever you get your podcast from, and we'll bring you another episode in two weeks. So we'll look out for you. Look out for us then, and we appreciate you. Much love to everybody. Peace.